Black women, aren't you tired of the propaganda of us being viewed as strong, but not soft, masculine, but not feminine, combative, but not pleasant? And this is what our men are saying about us. In the black community, we were taught to be strong and educated, but not soft and feminine. Get on your feminine journey and join me on YouTube at Mrs. Danielle DeVita, my podcast, Feminine Energy with Danielle DeVita, or you can just book a session by going to mymentor.life forward slash Danielle DeVita. Get on your feminine journey today. Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hello to all of my melanated kings and queens, my brothers and sisters in Africa as well as South Africa, and to my listening audience around the globe. I welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of CWTG. As you know, I am Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, you know we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So y'all go grab y'all sip your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, or whatever it is that you prefer to drink, and join me for the next few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about this uh, female San Antonio uh, police officer who was uh, fired for repeatedly uh, punching a handcuffed pregnant um, woman, and she's still fighting, ladies and gentlemen, to try to get her job back. And this is one of my uh, white wannabe stories, ladies and gentlemen, because officer or former officer uh, Elizabeth um, Matoya uh, beat up one of her own kind while she was handcuffed and pregnant. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me say it. And that's the problem that I have, ladies and gentlemen, with a lot of uh, 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 Hispanic a Mexican and uh, Puerto Rican officers who are on that white wannabe trail. You, yeah, they they are Hispanic, they're brown, but yet, ladies and gentlemen, they think because they have a, a slight complexion of uh, looking like um, uh, Mazungus that they want to actually try to... Uh, uh, infiltrate the uh, white wannabe militia because they think that they will be accepted if they do harm to their own people, you know, as well as following the uh, thin blue line of the uh, blue code of honor. And that is exactly what's happening in this case. And we're going to get right into that, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we do a little housekeeping. Because, you know, it's a must at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G that we keep the dirty laundry clean with the Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. 
fair use is permitted, ladies and gentlemen, by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this story. You know, I've always um voiced my opinion about these um people who are not Mazungus, but they are so strongly wanting to be accepted by uh, the Mazungu nation, okay, let's keep it real, uh, and, and, and they're not of their color or, you know, they're, they're not these typical Anglo-Saxon individuals. They, they could come in a variety of colors, including black, including brown, including red and yellow, and, the, and that list goes on and on. But they think that because they do things to their own people, which is a clear case in uh, uh, with this officer, uh, Elizabeth Montoya, who harmed one of her own people. And this isn't her first case, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get into that as well. Uh, you know, trying to get the acceptance of the Mzungu, uh law enforcement race soldiers thinking that if she do these things to her people, that she will be accepted among their people, which is totally, totally a um, fabrication in her own mind. Because we know that you, they will never accept anybody other than what they consider a full-breaded Mzungu male or female. Well, this woman, ladies and gentlemen, she punched continuously a pregnant, handcuffed female of her own skin color. Okay? Well, I guess we can call her uh, not skin folk, but white wannabe uh, kin folk. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, well, let's get right into this story. In fact, you know what? Before I even go into my uh, segment, let's listen to this news article from KSAP about this particular officer who has had more than one incident uh, with uh, people of her own race that she belittled and uh, uh, harassed trying to be a uh, Mzungu wannabe. Here tonight, a San Antonio police officer caught on camera repeatedly punching a handcuffed pregnant woman in a patrol car. Now, Officer Elizabeth Montoya is off the job, but she is trying to get back in. An officer like Elizabeth Montoya should not be on our police force. She shouldn't be on any police force. The 19's Dylan Collier uncovered this officer's history of violence towards people in custody. A warning, what you're about to see may be disturbing to some viewers. It's tonight's Defenders Report. On a rainy morning in July 2018, body-worn camera footage shows it doesn't take long for things to escalate between Officer Elizabeth Montoya and suspect Kimberly Esparza. Accused by San Antonio police of illegally possessing prescription drugs. Esparza, at the time six months pregnant, is briefly put on her stomach on the ground. 
then after being placed in the back of a patrol vehicle, she's on the receiving end of a flurry of punches from Montoya, including seven to her head. After a barefoot Esparza is put on the ground in a downpour, Montoya claims she reacted after being kicked by the suspect. I was going to punch her in her side because that's what I normally do. Termination paperwork for Montoya would later reveal that Esparza was left on the ground for 26 minutes. It was incredibly, incredibly disturbing. Attorney Carolyn Wintland was contacted by a family member shortly after Esparza was charged with assaulting a public servant and resisting arrest and was appalled by Montoya's actions at the scene. I punched you in the face a couple times. I'll do it again, too. Just your thoughts on an officer, a person sworn, and to protect the public making a comment like that. I think it is a, a travesty. No matter what Mrs. Esparza did or didn't do, she does not deserve to be assaulted. She's a human being. She's a tiny human being. At the time, she was a pregnant human being who was handcuffed and defenseless. Although Wintland was able to get both charges tossed out and the drug possession allegation was rejected at the time of her client's booking, Esparza spent four 46 days in jail. Montoya was fired in January 2019 for inhumane treatment of a prisoner and for misusing her body camera during this incident. She well, let's get that understood, ladies and gentlemen. That just goes to show her how what she thought she had with her Mizungu privilege didn't pan out for her. Because when it was when it came to down to the fact that uh the, the city and the Mazungu nation protecting each other, they threw her under the bus. Now, Matoya was fired or whatever and whatnot, as you just heard, and uh, now she's facing the reality of the fact that even though you thought you were a Mazungu, you are not. Peeled and is scheduled to go before an arbitrator early next month. Personnel records show a pattern of Montoya having issues interacting with the public. The same week Montoya was fired, she was suspended 10 days for a separate incident that took place just six weeks after the Esparza beating. After encountering people sleeping in a near West Side parking lot, Montoya told one of them, quote, pick up all your expletive trash. I don't want to expletive hear it. I'll expletive tase you. Yet another internal SAPD investigation found that in April 2015, Montoya kicked a suspect in his stomach while he was handcuffed and lying on the ground and was observed putting her foot onto the man's neck. After the department proposed suspending Montoya 10 days, then interim police chief Anthony Trevino reduced it to five days. Now, this is a woman, ladies and gentlemen, a Hispanic woman who is actually trying to do um, the same move that um, Derek Chauvin did to kill George Floyd. A homeless person who's lying and sleeping in a makeshift uh, um, uh, house, with, uh, we could say, you know, with a cord cardboard box and uh, a sleeping bag on the ground, you put your um, knee into his neck. Okay? You you are a truly uh, Mzungu wannabe individual, ladies and gentlemen, who could do this to your own people or any person for that matter. Right? And this is before, right before that you are already 
um, getting ready to be terminated for what you did, punching a pregnant woman um, who was six months pregnant. Now, she's only got three months left to go, so she's close to term. And you think that this is okay for you to do? I think that the fact that Officer Montoya ever um, became an officer, I'm not sure why she became an officer. For the defenders. She's fine. She's faking it. Dylan Collier, KSAT 12 News. Okay, she wasn't faking it. You think that you could do all these things to anybody and everybody because you got on that blue uniform and you're a part of that... Uh, blue line of defense and that you are so strong because I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She so strongly wants to be a part of that Mzungu nation and you will be a part of it until they got to cut the line. When they talk, when the, when the line is finished being told, Oh no, you're getting cut loose, which is what happened to her in, in this case, ladies and gentlemen. They'll let you abuse all the uh, brown and black individuals that you want until you cross the line. When you cross the line, and what I mean by crossing the line, when you think that you have the same privilege that Mazungus have, oh no, you're going to find out very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, you are not a Mazungu, you don't have that privilege, and we're going to cut the line with you and let you suffer the consequences behind you still being a brown or black individual. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We're going to keep y'all up to date on the story and whatnot and see what happened to this uh, former uh, police officer, uh, Elizabeth Montoya. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of CWTG. As I tell y'all always, please continue to do your social distancing. We'll never be out of the woods with this uh, different variances coming out from the COVID-19, Omaran, and Delta variants, and the other ones that's out here. So, continue to wear your outer gear. Continue to take care of your immune system. I tell y'all these things because I love you. Loving you guys is my food. Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I have the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul.